Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Ceasefire, Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 44, and today we'll be talking about the 13th episode of Steven Universe, So Many Birthdays. I'm GC13. And I'm Hunter. And uh, I... This this is a good episode. I forgot. This is a good episode. Oh yeah, I, I, this one was really really fun. I mean, in in retrospect, it's amusing because this this was where this was ground zero of Pygate. This is this is where the seed was planted, where it all started. But I just love the that that end that dramatic bit towards the end. I don't know how they managed it, but it's like you want to tear up, but you're too busy laughing to cry. <laughs> It's definitely one of the more comedic-centered episodes. Uh, even, like, without laughing at any of the jokes, you can tell just based on theme just the entire episode through. It's 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 very silly, and every opportunity to make a joke, like, they, from beginning to finish, it's rapid fire, you know? I love, uh, I love the whole scene in the Big Donut with Lars. <laughs> can you help me get into my birthday suit? You better run! That was great. That was great. That was a good one. Yeah, so many little things. It's just like in Future Vision where he's like, get out of my life, Ninja Squad, and then, new Ninja Squad, yeah! yeah. He did the same thing in this episode. You know, he can't be seen playing a childish game like Wacker Man Jr. He needs to go to a sophisticated game like regular Wacker Man. Steven is a sophisticated kind of man. But yeah, it, it was definitely a different feeling than a lot of the other episodes in that it took... Uh, what a lot of cartoons nowadays take as uh, not not like trying to bash on different styles of storytelling, but uh, something that Steven Universe normally doesn't do is put uh, jokes before continuity and story. Uh, but in this episode, it feels like that definitely happened, where a lot of people can like look at how the characters reacted and uh, what everyone said and how people just interacted with one another. But at the end of the day, I think this is an episode that we really don't have to pay too much attention to. They did sneak in some wonderful Pearl characterization, oh, yeah, they, they though. Did. They really did. When she's cleaning up after the party, she's like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, absolutely. Like, everyone was somewhat in character. Uh, there were a few parts, like, during the picnic and after the pinata, when I felt like they were they, they were more so drawing attention towards their character traits of uh, them not understanding human culture that much were definitely more pronounced in this episode than I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what you mean, The them exaggerating yeah, certain character traits. Yeah, it felt a little out of character, but not... It wasn't out of place for the episode. Like, this this episode isn't something that we need to, like, put on a board next to other episodes, draw red lines, and ask, what does it mean? This is, this is a very comedic episode that got across really one main idea, and that was uh, the gyms and age. I do like the, I do like his song because it perfectly encapsulates it. Mm -hmm. Their age isn't real and their bodies are illusions. Uh, Their body is actually more so like a hologram with mass. Nice mass. (laughs) Jesus. That was, that was beautiful. I I wish they would put a high quality version of it online. Mm -hmm. Even the 720p version that they have on their site is all blurred. But also, uh, I think we have more proof now of a Garnet Master of Comedy. This is another, another thing to point out that we don't really need to pay attention to this continuity wise or as to like write down, oh, so these characters are that because of this episode. But the comment she made at the beginning, where um, the hard part was getting the shark to pose. <laughs> like, that was, that was... It was a good quip. That that joke to me is a lot like, you know the Monty Python parrot skit? 
Yeah, that, yeah, the skit that was voted a uh, funniest skit in all the world by uh, the British funny people. The Association of People Who Like Funny British Things. Yeah, yeah, that that them like that that skit. Looking back on it, I don't think if I watched it now I would laugh, but I definitely recognize like where the humor is derived, and like I can easily point out. I'd hate to like put it into such odd terms, but Garnet's joke there is very technically funny and i like that i like that a lot but that may that maybe that's just me yeah she it, it's deadpan humor is yeah. what she's doing i liked it i liked it a lot a lot of the jokes in this episode also uh can we talk for a minute these are all things uh the way steven is throwing throwing this party these are all things that greg used to entertain steven on his birthday yep very very good characterization of steven very that. very good characterization of greg without even like i don't think meaning to this this says a lot. I think this says a lot about uh, Steven's childhood. Like, yeah, I, especially with kazoo racers, it's like, wow, his dad is coming up with every creative little thing to amuse Steven. Not, not only that, just like I can imagine what with Steven being accustomed to the yeah the kazoo races and the just I imagine Greg dressing up like a crown clown. Yeah, the the clown thing is good, but the singing would be very natural for Greg. I mean, as a as a musician, but yeah, the kazoo racers is especially interesting. But the clown thing, when are we going to get to see Greg the clown? We we got to see Pearl the sad crying clown in the most epic scene in the series so far. I I don't want a reveal of Greg being the clown. I just want someone to animate Greg as a clown and then put that in the like a comet music video. No, we're, what we're going to find out, you know, at the end of season six is that Greg the Clown was the mastermind behind it all. Greg the Clown was just Greg's uh, Jim Sona. Huh? Uh, interesting. But yeah, it, it showed a lot about Greg. Uh, it showed a lot about Steven's childhood. Um, I can imagine Steven not growing up under the wealthiest of circumstances, his dad living in a van and owning a car wash. And so I imagine that was Greg's sort of way to throw Stephen the best birthday party that he possibly could uh, without the resources that he could. Yeah, necessity is the mother of invention. Yep. You know, dressing up like a clown. Because I do, I am curious though where he got three miniature cars. That's that's what I want to know. Yeah, that is a, that is a very good question. Not only like where did Greg get them if they where were Greg's, where did Stephen get them on such short notice? He's Stephen. He's resourceful. It's what he does. He might... He might have just pulled him out of the garage, or he could have, wait, has he, has he, no, he hasn't discovered Lion's pocket dimension yet. Nope. Um, That's way, that's way in the future, as of this point. We're living in the future! Maybe Onion was his uh, acquisitions consultant. Acquisitions consultant? Is that a is that a fancy way of saying Onion's a little thief? We see the we see that Onion's quite good at acquiring things. Yeah, yeah, he's very uh, resourceful, you could call it. Yeah, I mean, now we know why he's the. It's funny because the very next, well, not the very next episode, but a couple episodes from now, Onion will be the ticket master. Oh wait, no, no, Onion will destroy the thing that he earned two episodes prior. So this, this is neatly in between Onion earning the scooter and destroying it. I'm I'm also a little disappointed that uh, if this is a representation of how old Steven grows, uh, going back to how uh, we shouldn't like write this down as lore, but uh, oh, how uh, yeah. how I'm a little disappointed at how long it would take him to grow a beard. I'm just disappointed in how he looks entirely. I mean, I'm just gonna chalk his appearance in this episode well, you up don't like, to how serious he was feeling. You don't like Danny DeVito, Steven? Yeah, I much prefer Beach Bum Steven. I I love 
always sunny in Beach City, Stephen. Yeah, I, I just prefer him, how they, they draw, the fans like to draw him with that, that wonderfully curled hair, kind of yeah. like his mother, and uh, a bit a bit beefier, you know, like he kind of got the power lifter build yeah, going Yeah, I get on. you. I don't know, I think that's asking too much of Steven. I don't think Steven would ever get that buff. I don't see Steven going through a crisis of like, oh my god, I need it's to lose weight. It's not buff, it's just mass. I don't know, because Steven's a chunky little kid. I don't see him losing that anytime, and he's not chunky. Yeah, I know he, he's not. He's chunkier in the fan mind than he is in the in this episode. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get. Yeah, in you're right. Beach Hunk Steven is pretty. Yeah, professional Beach Hunk Steven is pretty well muscled. Yeah, he's he's pretty toned. He, yeah, he takes care of himself much much better than we. I mean, Steven does just fine. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, we see him outrun the gems Yeah, in the theme song. I also think it's a little sad to see Steven go from pudgy kid to awkward pudgy teenager to beach hunk to then awkward middle-aged man again. Yeah, that's, yeah that is. What happens, Steven? Where'd your life go? He, he just get he just gets so serious, you know. You can't you can't save the world forever, you know. That doesn't put food on the table. I bet that's the point in his life where Connie died. Yeah, must have been. Yep, that's that's how he let himself go. That's you heard it here. That's it's lore. He found solace. He found solace in the gym and in the uh, just working late hours. Connie dies. Stephen is sad. Stephen gets fat again. That was a, a spoiler for future episodes. Speaking of depressing, uh, the end of that episode got pretty heavy. Like it, oh, very. It got very. But they heavy. Kept, they kept it. They kept it so funny, though. Yeah, it, they. I don't know. It felt a little odd. It felt a little off. Like it. It didn't seem like the time or place for it. Really, because I thought it was perfectly executed. I never wanted to laugh and cry so much from the same thing ever. I don't know. I. I guess that's just. I, I'm a little different. Like. I might be in the minority, but I can't stand it when, like, in Disney movies, a character dies, and then it turns out they didn't actually die. Like, don't toy with me! Don't toy with my emotions! What what movies does that happen in? Because the only Disney movie that matters for me is Lion King, and Mufasa definitely stays dead. Well, Big Hero 6. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Have you not seen Big Hero 6? Nope. It's pretty good. Except I just ruined it for you. No, I hear the plot. I hear people complaining that the plot twist was very heavily telegraphed. Can we talk about movies for a second? Because I got a complaint. I work at a movie theater, and for the past week, I've had to sit and watch She's Funny That Way 20 times. Ask me if it's a good movie. Ask ask me if it's a good movie. Is it a good movie? No, it's not a good movie. Okay, Hunter, would you rather be in the theater showing Fantastic Four? That's actually a very tough question. Yeah, I didn't think so. So see, times are tough all over. God, we we lose Fantastic Four, which I'm so glad for, and then we get this pile of trite. Anyway, Steven Universe. At least Steven Universe is consistently excellent. I mean, the the worst episodes we have to talk about are stuff like House Guest, which, you know, is bad for Steven, but still it's Steven. I don't think I remember much about House Guest. Nah, I just didn't like the song. You didn't like the song? You didn't nah. like uh, Dear Old Dad? No, I, I, I didn't like the way Zach sang that one. It wasn't the best. It's a little bit of an awkward performance, I think. I, I think they were kind of going for that, but yeah. doing it on purpose means you're still doing it. GC 2015. Yeah, what else happened? What else happened in this episode? Oh, can we talk about Aqua Mexico? About how <laughs> yeah, it's, it's recognized as an actual municipality? Or a, a territory, if you would. Yeah, I don't know what to make of the Aqua Mexico line. Again, 
Probably not something we need to write down. Probably not something we need to pay attention to. Oh, I think that's something that they dropped in there and we're not gonna... That's where Ocean Town was! Yeah, it must have been. That, like, that's, that, that's why, uh, what, what were they talking about where, uh, on, like, when they show a map of Earth, uh, something's missing? Florida's missing. Florida's, okay, never mind. That's what he's gonna say, like, Central America went into the ocean. That's why Lapis was in the mirror. She was being punished (laughs) for taking away, well, I mean, nah, she can keep Florida. It's got sand, I mean, can never get enough sand. Texas has sand. We got all the Florida we need right here. No, I, I, I love I love anyone from Florida who also happens to listen to this. It's all the people that don't listen to the podcast that uh that, that you don't like so much. I'd I'd like for there to be one person, like only one person who listens to us who lives in Florida. Man, you, you like stuff and you live in Florida, that's gotta be rough. You know, you were talking earlier about how Jem seemed kind of out of character in this. Uh, this is something I've noticed that the gem the power level of the crystal gems seems to vary very greatly in the series. Like, you got them cowering before the centipedal in Monster Buddies, and then you have them just beating the crud out of much bigger monsters. Well, we've had, very recently in Arcade Mania, Pearl fail to catch Steven when she has a few seconds notice that he's about to fall off the side there, whereas here she's able to stand up and jump over and grab him when he's trying to fall on his face. Yeah. So it's like it's like uh, there 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 are plenty of times where having that speed would come in handy, but you know we have to put Steven in danger so the gems don't have that. Yeah, uh, on on one side of it, uh, I think it would be interesting to have like a certain amount of consistency with each episode, but at the same time, I realize that would add constraints that weren't there before. It would. I I it's just I don't think it's too important. I don't know, just just kind of some consistency is all I'm asking for. I think I read somewhere that uh they have like a basic outline for how tall all the gyms are, but like not a actual number. They're pretty accurate on how tall they are usually. They're, they're pretty accurate to whatever standard they have. It's just they probably don't measure it pixel by pixel, you know? I don't know. There was a big upset the other day of like people... I don't know if it was because they were or weren't accurate, but people... Uh, noticing how they measured up to doorknobs. Yeah, I saw that yep. post. Yep, yep, yep. But as for the consistency, I mean, you don't even have to do that much effort to have the crystal gems be consistently powerful. You just, rather than the thing crack slowly and give away, just suddenly, bam! And you can have Steven do something funny while he's falling rather than immediately before falling. You just rewrite it slightly differently, but you just keep their keep their speed and strength pretty consistent. I mean, I don't can't remember off the top of my head any time where they've been hurt by something relatively small and slow flying at them, but Pearl's just casually kicking huge pieces of rock out of the way and coach Steven. So it would be ridiculous if she were to like be hit in the face with a baseball and then get hurt. That would that would be silly. Hmm. Which was actually kinda of consistent in this one because Amethyst got the bat and was about to hit her with it and Pearl yeah. just is treating that like it's nothing. Yeah. So they, they were consistent that the crystal gems are really tough in this episode. Yeah, uh, a little animation thing that I had to like pan over a few times on that specific scene when Amethyst was about to hit Pearl with the bat. Um what she says is Oh, I'll use it all the time. But what her face shows what she should be saying is, Oh, I'll use it all the time. It was a very, it was a very large cartoonish smile. One that you might see on a 
one that you might see on a far side coyote. Keep keep the keep the world safe from parasites like me. I, I don't I, I don't. She she smiles real big when she says that. Um. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh from uh on the run yeah I remember God, that was crazy. So you better remember that was our first episode. <laughs> Never forget. I would also like to point out that um I'm looking at the subreddit discussion for this episode a good while back. Um it, oh about a year ago now. Christ. Um, it, somebody pointed out that this episode was done by the same guy who did Frybo and Tiger Millionaire. Yeah. Raven and Paul. High five. All three of these episodes reflecting on the theme of growing up, which I find interesting. I don't really get growing up out of Tiger Millionaire. Mm, let me think about that. That's more acceptance, you know, of yourself yeah. and by your peers. Yeah, you're, you're correct. Yeah, I could see that more. More so Amethyst. I mean, that's part of growing up, but they're not calling to the wider growing up part like they are in, you know, this and Frybo. I want to I wanna challenge people out there to do themselves a favor. Go out, watch Tiger Millionaire. Every day, because it's an excellent episode. Every, every, every single day. Just go do, do yourself a favor. I can't remember. I, I think I said that I didn't like it too much. I think, is that what I said? I can't remember. I don't know. I try to purge heretic beliefs from my mind, so that wouldn't, that wouldn't stay in there very long. <laughs> but do yourself a favor, go watch Tiger Millionaire, and then right after that, go watch the latest, uh, what was it, third Steven Bomb, and then just uh, see how much Amethyst has grown. Like, not only as a, char- like, as a character, like as a two-dimensional, drawn-together character, but as almost a concept all her own, what she represents and what she believes in. It's it's interesting to see. Yeah. Now she doesn't have to worry about people treating her like garbage or making her feel like garbage. Yeah. She doesn't have to feel how she wants to feel. She just feels fine. Feel how I want to feel. But yeah, I, I bet if you put all the Amethyst episodes together, uh, they would make an interesting little arc all in and of themselves. Oh, yeah. She, she has definitely had a very satisfying arc, and I know I've said that several times. Because mm-hmm. it's true. Also, another thing. It's really interesting to see how... Steven Universe has grown when it comes to the point where Garnet is, I don't want to say the least interesting character or the least interesting Jim. Definitely the least helpful. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, though. That was I thought violence would be the answer. That, that characterizes Garnet pretty well. Yeah, no, screw it. Growing for everyone. Everyone grows. Okay. You know, Garnet just grew in a lot more subtle areas because you remember there was a post about uh, halfway through the first season or no, towards the end of the first season where people were asking Rebecca Sugar, like, man, Garnet seems to be talking a lot more and she seems to like be a lot less deadpan. She's like, yeah, Garnet's been working on her public speaking. And it's those kind of little things that you really, Garnet grew unlike Pearl and Amethyst did. Garnet grew in a much more subtle way. She grew because she started, and she grew true to her character. She grew silent. <laughs> yeah, that is very true to Garnet. Jesus, this show's great! <laughs> yeah, that's what we keep telling people week after week. <sighs> so to, to just recap, the good episode showed a lot to uh, like exemplify itself as a, like, exemplify the series, uh, but not something to put down in the history books yeah not a plot episode not really yeah does have some good character moments but mostly this is just a wonderful experience yeah a use of the characters to express a theme i just like how they were they were hinting pearls as servant gems even this far back yep 
Yep. Wait, what? I, to- I told you she's cleaning up after the party, oh, and yep. now she's enjoying herself. Yep. I, you know, I never thought about it that way. I just like pictured it as like, oh, you know, Pearl, that's just like her thing. You know, she's a, she likes cleanliness. She likes cleaning. She likes organizing. But yeah, now that I think yeah, about we, it, yeah. We, that's... Now that we have more context from episodes like The Return, we can look back at these moments and see this probably is not unique to Pearl. This is something innate to her gem. Oh, goodness. That's the great thing about these retrospective episodes. We now have a lot more context when we look back. I just want new episodes. We all do. September. We just got to be strong. September. Uh, what's the date today? It's August twenty third. All right. It's August twenty third. We have we have a few. We have about a week or two left. Gonna get my Planescape torment on. Endure. In enduring, grow strong. Of course, all of our confused listeners will be listening to this on the twenty fourth or later. But we are, of course, recording this on the twenty third. I'm taking a friggin' ballet class. That's a class I'm taking. That okay? Should should we sign off? People looked at me straight in the face and said, hey, you're taking ballet. They didn't even snicker or nothing. Like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta do it. Well, everybody, we will see you all next week. We will be talking to you about Lars and the Cool Kids. Ooh. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm really hot. Yeah, we both are. This is Texas, after all. And there is no air conditioning because air conditioning is noisy. Also, uh, before we go, I would like to say a little thing. Um, for those of you who aud- quote unquote auditioned, I, I hate the way, I hate the way I had to word that. Like you're auditioning to be like, like you gotta be good enough. You know, we get, we gotta pick somebody who works well with the group we've kind of thrown together. Yeah. Yeah. We are, don't, don't fret. We haven't forgot about it. We're in the process of pickings. We'll probably be able to bring them on, uh, next week, I'm thinking. I mean, the week after at the latest. So. Yeah, at the latest. So uh, just wanted to put that out there in case you guys are worried. Um, and I think that's it. See you guys next week. Later, kiddos. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening. podcast brought to you uh, this theme song by james roach follow us on whatever i'm ken and i have a big poopy butt (laughs) all right hold on let me go uh let me go stop the recording